Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. And in this episode, I am joined by one of my colleagues, Tyler, and we do a deep dive into Instagram and cover some basics, but then we get more granular with some specific examples, some cool ways to use Instagram, and also some recommendations based on what we're seeing in terms of consistency, what kind of strategy you should be doing, and kind of how much you should be investing or involved with uh, creating content and building out your your Instagram following and your content there. So hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation. Again, uh, this is with Tyler and we're going to do a deep dive into Instagram marketing. Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. And in today's conversation, we are going to dive into the world of Instagram And because Instagram is a young man's game, I've brought in Tyler to join me today. Welcome, Tyler. Hey, Spencer. How are you doing? Good. Now, uh, if you haven't met Tyler before, Tyler has been with us here at Builder Funnel for a while, and he works as a specialist for many of our clients here and is much more savvy in the Instagram game than I am. And so we're going to kind of riff on what we're seeing out there, what's working for Instagram. Um, why it's important, and uh, we might have a couple of debates in between. But I guess Tyler, let's just kick it off. What's Instagram? I feel like we have to start there. Uh, we won't spend a lot of time there. <laughs> well, if you haven't heard of Instagram, it's a social media platform. Basically, started just post pictures and stuff like that, and it's expanded. Now you can post pictures, videos, and just engage with your audience there. So, so I wouldn't say up and coming. It's already up there. So it's a social media platform to share with your audience. So Instagram's really expanded in like what you can post there. I think at the beginning it was just still images, but like mm-hmm. now it seems like there's several post types. Like mm-hmm. what are all those things now? Yeah. So obviously started out with photos and then it expanded into videos and you were maxed out at one minute and now you can post IGTV, which basically expands how long you can post for videos. And I think it goes up to 30 minutes. It might be 60 but you can post IGTV now. So you can do like a whole project overview and you can just do walkthroughs or stuff like that. And then also reels, they kind of brought in kind of mirroring TikTok and that's only 30 seconds and you get a nice little song in the background. So you can showcase projects and stuff like that. Then also stories that they copied off of Snapchat as well. So you can also post stories on your Instagram profile. And that's actually, Instagram's actually one of the best platforms for stories. So it's most engaging for audiences. Yeah. So I want to come back to stories in a second, but because they actually did a good job, I think of squashing Snapchat with Mm -hmm. stories, which doesn't always work. Do you think that will be the case with reels and TikTok? I mean, the thing with TikTok, I feel like people on TikTok, they engage a lot more with the content. People will watch it on Instagram, but I feel like a lot of people aren't as in or aren't as ready to like posts on Instagram, like that people that they don't know where it's with TikTok. That's basically how it all started. You basically started with no one that you really knew, but I do, I do see potential with Instagram reels, like 
a lot of people are going in it and they're trying to push it too. So that's another big thing because they, they want to be able to compete with TikTok. So they're pushing it a lot. And if you go on your explore page, you're able to see Instagram reels. So it's going to be there. It's going to be prevalent. So they're going to try their best to push it. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. So we've got all these different post types, I guess for somebody that's maybe posting to the grid, let's start there. Like, is there a thoughtful way you should think about just your standard posts of like either still images or the short videos or that sort of thing? So when you're looking at the grid, it's basically on the profile and then you're scrolling through it. And then you're not looking at the individual picture. You're just looking through all the pictures at once. And one thing that I would say is just try and stay on brand. So like, We'll see a lot of people, they'll have like bright, colorful pictures. And when you just go through, it just looks really nice and going through the whole grid, it just makes it more eye appealing and it catches the attent or user's attention. So just try and stay on brand with like your colors and like how bright it is and all that. So going through the grid, that's kind of where you want to go with. Yeah. And I see some people get like, I don't know if it's extra fancy or more, but like the grid even like starts to like take some sort of shape or form. Yeah. Like, do you need to go to that level or? I mean, it, it's a lot of work if you do want to go there, but you definitely don't have to. I've seen some that is absolutely insane where this picture connects to one that's like four days before that it was posted. So it's just people go all out and above that. And it takes a lot of work to do that. So you definitely don't need to do that. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the profile. So we were just talking about the grid, which you can see when you're on somebody's profile. What should people know? Like, what should you include in your bio? Like, how do you pick a, you know, profile picture, that sort of thing? What's important? So basically with your, your profile picture, you usually want to have your, your logo. So people will be able to recognize your brand really quickly and easily. And then with your bio, you, People do it different. They include emojis. Sometimes they'll do it on different segments. So like you'll do design with like a little emoji and then they'll hit enter and then it'll be remodel or it'll just be different like segments with like, and it just kind of appeals to the eyes. So you're able to catch like the user's attention. And then another thing, including your website's link in the bio too, you get one link. So if you do have a link tree address, you can include a bunch there, but um, you only get one. So include your website or a link tree if you do have that. And what, uh, for those listening that don't know Linktree, what's Linktree? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even really sure. I feel like you just sign up with it and then you're able to include, you, you click to this website and then you have all your different links there. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically we use it on the builder funnel account and it's just there. I think there's a number of these tools, but it allows you to feature more than one link than just the, you know, the link that you have to rotate in your mm-hmm. bio. Yeah. I feel like I see a lot of remodelers and builders like the bio description is just a sentence or two you know and what you're describing like what i'm hearing is super visual yeah you know even in the bio just maybe a short Mm -hmm. you know couple of words and maybe an emoji to get like the graphical feel in there and just clean i guess is the feeling i'm getting yeah i'm I'm, some people aren't a big fan of like the sentences they might not read the whole thing and then if you do have like the little bullets where it's just quick and easy, people know exactly what you do and they can see it really quickly and also including your address on there. So they, so they're able to know what areas you serve. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, especially in, in our industry, you know, we're full of local businesses Mm -hmm. and so you want to, yeah, have it be clear that somebody's in the right area. So I find that with Instagram, like you could, I mean, you could spend forever on this platform for, for like the, the typical remodeling company or custom builder out there, 
like how much time should you be spending on this platform and what should you expect in terms of like performance and results? So obviously I think the amount of time you put on is the amount of return you're going to get on it. So if you don't put a lot of time in, you're not going to get a lot of return with Instagram. So the more time you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. So it all depends. I'd say if you do have a lot of projects and you're able to post content consistently, I'd say anywhere from two to five a week. Um, at the minimum, I would say at least once a week, just so you're able to get your content out, your get out, get out there, and keep keep your brand up, um, top of mind of people. So, I'd say it all depends, and then it also goes back to engaging with your audience as well. So, you want to go through, say, you follow some people, or maybe you follow some hashtags. You want to go through there and like those photos, so people are able to see your brand, comment on them if you have some genuine comments, and then it just basically gets you more engaged with your audience. So it obviously depends on how much return you want from Instagram is how much time you're going to put in. Yeah. We were kind of talking about this before we hit record and yeah, it it feels like at least from what I see, there's kind of this, like I'm participating in Instagram or I'm like, I'm really getting after it with Mm -hmm. Instagram. And if you're in the, I'm participating, you know, it's like, yeah, post a few times a week. Don't, you know, reply to anyone that comments, but then you're not, you know, going out there and commenting on a million posts and doing all this other stuff or posting your story every day or multiple times a day. But if you really want to get, I feel like if you really want to get a ton of leads and work from Instagram, you kind of have to go up a notch. Otherwise, it's just more of a branding tool. I don't know what you'd say to that, but. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And um, if you do want to generate leads from it, you're probably going to have to put in a lot of work and it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to have, it's going to take time and it's, it's going to take a while and it's going to take a lot of consistency. And that's the biggest thing. you got to be consistent with your posting, your engagement and all that. So if you're consistent with it, you're going to grow over time. At least you should. And yeah, you just got to be consistent. It's a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Well, and I feel like when you're thinking about these types of posts, it's like with, any type of content marketing, like blogging or video or, you know, photography, whatever it is, I feel like you kind of have to put on your content hat and start seeing things as content opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I guess, what are some things people can think about as they're going through their day? They're maybe like show up at the office and they go to the job site, you know, they're doing kind of normal day-to-day activities. Like how can we start converting some of these into content, like getting them into Instagram as either like a reel or a story or whatever. So a really good thing that you're able to do is create story highlights. And there's some, you're able to create a cover photo with those story highlights and you're, you can, you can try and keep that on brand and like keep make like a fun little graphic or something like that. And the thing with story highlights is even though stories delete after 24 hours, you're able to save them into the story highlight. And that's right at the top of your grid. So that's a good thing to do. So say you go to a work site and I've seen some summer modelers or custom home builders where they're at the start of the project, they'll take some quick videos or pictures, and then they'll have that specific house or whatever it is in their story highlight. And then you're able to archive those stories into the story highlights. So it basically saves them there. And then you can have that full project. So what from start to finish, just with stories, mm-hmm. you're able to have that one specific house or project that you did and it's just going to be there and it's going to stay there forever so if anyone say wants to go to this project that you did look through from start to finish they're able to go there and see how the project started and how it finished so that's a pretty cool feature with story highlights so there's 
one content piece that you can do with story highlights. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good one. Cause I feel like it takes the concept of like a project portfolio, but then converts yeah. it over to Instagram without having to post like 10 posts in a row of, mm-hmm. of all those photos. Cause you yeah. definitely see that happening. <laughs> Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. What other types of content are good for either like stories because I feel like I don't see a ton of stories or maybe even just like video content like how polished does it have to be or can you just like walk onto the job site and start shooting video or (laughs) honestly at this point with our phones nowadays they shoot extremely good quality videos and with Instagram reels it makes it really simple to point shoot and take a quick video so if you do want to do like say post project just take a quick video of say the kitchen and then the bathroom or something like that. You're able to go through really quickly or what you could do before is take a video of before the project. And then there's some songs where it has like a drop and then it's like, boom, transformation. And then you could at that transformation, you could put the end project. So you start with the beginning and then, so it's just kind of like archiving videos and just kind of along the whole process, just trying to think of what you could do maybe at the end and at the beginning. So Basically, you could go through, take a quick video of the starting project, and then at the end of the project, take a quick video and then piece them together. So, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. And I feel like what I'm hearing too is you just got to document the stuff as it's happening, you know, because you get to the end of the project, like, oh, I wish I could have done something cool like that mm-hmm. before, after reel, or put it in the story highlights. But if you're not capturing the before and the progress pictures, and so you've really got to like, bake it into your system of like, Hey, every time we're on the job site, we're taking a quick video. And then later you can figure out like how it all goes together. Is that kind of what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. It's just, it's getting that habit of consistently pulling out the camera and then recording, say, before you go on a podcast, you're going to record and say, Hey, I'm going to record this podcast and (laughs) check it out. So it's just basically getting in the habit of doing that. And then basically over time, you should be able to consistently do it it'll be like second nature and it'll just be like oh i got to do this real quick or just, i just got to take a quick picture or something like that just so you have it yeah and so you know you've got the main grid feed where you're posting content so hopefully you're doing that and maybe you're experimenting with reels and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that stories you kind of mentioned the highlights but is there an advantage to posting more frequently to stories or like can you post to your story once a week 
there or is that even worth it? Or, you know, cause I, I find that when I open up Instagram, a lot of times I'll start clicking on stories before I even start scrolling. So I don't know. Is there any method to the madness there? Honestly, with stories that it's, there's a fine line where you don't want to see that bar at the top where it has like 30 different bars. And it's like, Oh, this guy's got 30 stories. I'm not watching. Yeah. That. Forget it. Yeah. So it's like, you, you gotta, you can do it consistently every day, but you don't want to be doing like 30 to 50 a day. It's it gets to a point where it's like, they're probably not going to go through the whole thing, but doing stories consistently every day is a good strategy to do because then your name keeps popping back in the, in the start of the Instagram top of the feed when you first log in. So that's a good thing to do. And then your name's just going to keep popping up. So it, it, there's definitely benefits to doing it, but you don't want to cross that line to posting too many stories. Yeah. Each day. Yeah. It makes sense. It kind of feels like it's a little bit like the Google algorithm in that you become kind of number one for somebody. Mm -hmm. So like if you're posting to your story and somebody keeps clicking on it, then it always shows up first or second. And yeah. is that the way it kind of works? Yeah. Yeah. So Instagram kind of, they, they're always probably changing their algorithm, but basically it, they notice which stories you're looking at and who they are. So if you keep getting your audience to keep looking at your stories and you keep posting new stories, you're going to keep going back to the front every time you post a new story for those people, because they keep engaging with you. Instagram sees that they like that. So they're going to try and keep that person on there by throwing you back to the front. So it's, there's definitely benefits to that. Yeah. And I feel like stories feel a little more casual than like normal posts. Mm -hmm. I guess for somebody listening that maybe isn't doing a bunch of stories, maybe they're just posting to the feed like twice a week or something, you know, I guess, where do you draw the line? Like, Oh, this is a good idea for a story, or this is a good idea for a reel or a video or a normal post. Or, you know, I, I feel like there's sometimes like option overwhelm of like, what am <laughs> I trying to do here? Yeah, that's true. I feel like with stories, stories and reels, they could probably overlap. So like that new, new feature that's getting added. So I mean, we haven't really gone long enough to see that, but I think those two sections could be overlapped. But the thing with Reels is you're able to add some engaging music. So it, it keeps sure. you engaged and stuff like that. So it's just, it, it makes it a little bit more fun compared to say your story. But with stories, you are also able to add music to it. So, I mean. Yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah, similar, but different. Yeah, It's like the same, same, but different. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel like the real thing, it was just a total play at like, let's take out TikTok if we can mm -hmm. and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about if you got maybe somebody listening that's doing hardly anything on Instagram. They have a profile, they post randomly whenever, <laughs> you know, what's a good goal for them if you were to say, hey, let's take you into this like middle ground territory where you're consistent, you're branding yourself. You're not necessarily going to get a bunch of leads, but at least if somebody Googles you or finds you and they go check out your Instagram, they're like, okay, these guys are legit. They're alive. They're posting, <laughs> you know, they exist. What's a good goal to shoot for in terms of this consistency that we kind of keep talking about? So I'd say for posting, at least try to get one post in a week and then maybe even just start going through your feed or going through the, or your explore page or search and hashtag remodeling or something like that. And just engaging with that content just so people are starting to see your name. And I'd say just get at least one post in a week. Once you get that down, then you can start adding on to that. And then just trying to think of different ideas for where you can add stories or something like that. Say if you go to a job site, just add a story or something like that. Or just try and get in front of your audience and try and get in a habit of getting in front of your audience to where 
it becomes automatic. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the document word helps because it's like, oh, I'm just documenting what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And, and that always, it's still a challenge for me. I feel like you're like, I don't know, you're just doing it. And so you're like, oh, I have to pause and like document what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but not everyone is doing what you're doing. So it's more interesting to them than maybe it is to you. And so you're just trying to, to capture that. Let's say somebody's kind of in the middle zone. Maybe they're posting like three times a week. They're putting up a couple of stories. Maybe they'll occasionally do a video or two. If they're saying like, okay, I'm going to commit to Instagram. Like I want to grow my follower base. I want to hopefully get some lead gen out of this channel. Like what does that look like? If you were to, to just say, hey, you got to do X, Y, Z, you know, A, B, C, whatever these things are every week. Like, oh, that's a tough one. So definitely, I think there's, so there's big accounts on Instagram that you can like reach out to and maybe they'll shout you out or repost one of your pictures or something like that, where they'll tag you in it. And that might generate some followers and it might help build you up to, to the point where you're able to get more likes. And once you get more likes, Instagram starts to push that content out. So it's just trying to build up a following to where you're getting more engagement on your posts and Instagram's going to start posting you out because Instagram thinks that, oh, people like this. So let's start po- pushing that guy. So it's just, and I think it goes back to engagement too, because just engaging with people that you're going to start po- popping up in their notifications. You're going to be like, who's this person? They keep liking my stuff. So it's just like, then they'll maybe follow you or something like that. Or you comment on their stuff. And then basically they're just going to keep seeing your name and that's going to lead to more followers over time. So it's just, and I think using appropriate hashtags too. So including like your local hashtags. So say hashtag Colorado Springs or something like that, Colorado Springs remodeling or something like that, where it's able to build or you're able to get the local people engaging with your content because those are the people that you want to get you or that are going to be your leads. That makes sense. Yeah. It feels like I think, yeah, what you said there was kind of going from just posting to engagement is Mm -hmm. kind of that big leap. Like you could post more probably, you know, four or five times a week or daily or daily stories or whatever, but really to get the exposure, you got to be active, like on other hashtags, other accounts, commenting, the shout outs is a good, good one. Like if there are accounts that are similar, I was even just thinking about as you were talking, I'm going, you might even find success finding other companies in your area, even if they're not in the same genre. Like maybe it's a fancy restaurant and you're like, people that go here Mm -hmm. are my high-end clientele. I'm going to go like engage on those types of pages because I know that's where my audience lives. Yeah. That would be a really good point too, to engage with local businesses too, that maybe your potential audience would be there and maybe they would see you that there as well. And also if people are commenting on your photos and videos and stuff like that, you got to make sure that you're replying to them because then people will see that you're active too. They're like, Oh, these guys are friendly. They reply to our comments and stuff like that. If they ever need help or anything like that, it's just good to reach out to them and show that you're engaged with them. Yeah. Yeah. Basically at the end of the day, it's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot of time. (laughs) It is. It's, it's definitely not easy if you do want to take it to the next level, but I, I do think it's a good, good platform to be on and it does help out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking before too. I, I think uh, it's Gary Vaynerchuk that I think it's the dollar 80 a day strategy. And he says, put your two cents in on 90 different accounts or threads every day. And that's basically what we were just talking about. Like go and find another business or a hashtag or something, go and leave a comment, 
and doing that 90 times a day. He's like, if you do that for a few months, like you'll start to get noticed and you'll feel, mm-hmm. but it's like, nobody wants to do that. Right. You know, cause that's yeah. just a lot of work, yeah. you know? Yeah. It just seems like you have to put in hours a day yeah, to you, make that progress. You definitely don't have to start there. It's good to maybe start out at say five a day or something like that. Something that's easy and attainable. And then once you're able to get that and that becomes a habit, say after say two to three weeks or something like that, move it up to 10 or just keep incrementally moving it up to the point where maybe you do get to 90 at one point. And then by then maybe you did grow a whole bunch because you were reaching out to all these people. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, Tyler, what are maybe either some final thoughts that we haven't covered or maybe just final advice for somebody that's looking to level up their Instagram game? So obviously consistency is a huge thing. If you are struggling to come up with content, just document everything that you do. So you go to a work site, maybe take a quick picture or something like that. Go through the house. There's a lot of people that say they do walkthroughs. So you don't even have to be in front of the camera. If you do want to be in the front of the camera or have someone that does want to be in front of the camera, they can just walk through, guide you through and talk about what the project was about and all that. But if you don't want to be in front of the camera, you can just quickly go through point and shoot and our phones capture really good quality camera or quality video. So it's just being able to document everything, um, staying committed, engaging with your audience and knowing your, knowing and understanding your brand to where you know what you you're going to post and it's just on brand with you. So your audience knows what they're going to see and it's what you want to portray. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's really, the consistency piece is something that I feel like is overlooked and mm-hmm. and not just with Instagram, but I think with all marketing, like yeah. a lot of companies to see, they get started with something mm-hmm. and then they kind of stop or they like come out with like gangbusters and they're like, I'm posting every day. And then it's like four days later, like, okay, this is exhausting. Yeah. So I think, you know, to piggyback on what you were saying, I would say like pick a schedule you can commit to, mm-hmm. and then you can slowly layer in more and more as you kind of get comfortable with that. Well, Tyler, I appreciate you joining me today. This was good. I I learned a few new pro tips on Instagram, um, but hopefully everybody else did as well. Appreciate you having me on here, Spencer. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Tyler and I talking about Instagram. A couple of takeaways and things that I was thinking about right after we wrapped the conversation. The first one being really that concept of consistency. And we see it so often really in in a lot of different phases of marketing, but definitely when it comes to social media, it's easy to get a couple posts up or you schedule a few things and then it falls off the radar and then you pick it back up again and, and you never really build any momentum. And so highly recommend picking a schedule you can stick to and, and really committing to that for the long haul. Also, the second takeaway is really just this concept of like, how much do you want to get out of this? Do you want it to be a place that's actually generating business and generating leads? Because if you do, you're probably going to have to invest more time and or money than you think. You're going to be, you're going to really going to need to be active every day. And you might even need to dedicate, you know, an hour a day posting, uh, you know, posts, getting stories up, playing around with video and reels, engaging with people, commenting, liking, you know, following other accounts, maybe paying for some shout outs with some accounts. It takes a lot, a lot of effort. Or you can kind of play in this middle ground where um, you're active, you're present, you're engaging, but you're not spending forever on it. And it's not really going to produce a lot in terms of leads, but what it does do is it acts as a trust builder and a verifier. And so what we found is a lot of people, they do their research on Google, 
they find some companies, they go to your websites, and then they go check you out on social media. And that kind of becomes this game of, okay, who's legit? Who's active? Can I get to know their team? Do I see some photos of real people? Are there any videos? Can I kind of get to know some people before I actually reach out to them? And so if you're consistent and you're posting, but you're not you know, breaking your back over investing tons and tons of money or time and energy into the channel, but it's on brand, there's content there, then that is playing a really powerful role, even if it's not the role you want it to be, which is maybe lead gen. But this is really what we see as the way it gets played out for most people. Unless you're really, really putting a lot of work and energy into the channel, you might as well just embrace that you're going to be in this like trust building, verifying category. And so that would just be my two cents is just think about where you really want to be playing. And if you want to go for it, then go for it and commit to it. And if you don't, then just recognize that you probably won't get tons and tons of lead gen out of it. And on that note, we actually created a program called Done For You Social Media, specifically for remodelers. And we actually pre-design and pre-create content for most of your social channels, uh, including Facebook and Instagram, and also Google My Business. Because we were hearing from people like, this is just a pain, and we need help creating good content, sharing good things. We need to fill up our feeds so that we're present, we're there, we're building our brand, and not necessarily to just crank out tons of leads. And so if you're interested in that, definitely go check it out. You can find it on our website, builderfunnel.com. You can also send in a note to radio at builderfunnel.com. And I'll have to check with Stephen, but I'm pretty sure we can get you a sweet discount code for that on that program. But the normal pricing is $179 a month. But if you send an email in, I will honor a discount and I just need to see what that is. So shoot us an email at radio at builderfunnel.com if you want to take advantage of that or just learn a little bit more about the program. Super low cost way to build that trust and credibility with your social media profiles. All right, guys, that's what we got for you today. We'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.